0: This episode of That's So Cliché is recorded on Ngunnawal Country. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and to their elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land.
1: Welcome back to the F1 Girlies podcast. Hello everybody. I'm Geneva. And I'm Mick. And we're back. We're back again. Back in your ear. I heard someone say that the other day. Oh, yeah. Like, we're back in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels really intense. I kind of love that though. I sort of love that. <laughs> I feel like we can't coin it though, but like, I appreciate mm. it. But still, we're going to shoot the shit. <laughs> we're going to shoot the shit, which I've just discovered by Googling it, um, what that means. It's and we're doing it. It's just out and converse with your friends. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so we're shooting the shit today, yeah.
0: especially because no races on at the moment. We've got a cheeky little
1: break. A cheeky little break.
0: <laughs> um, um, also, which is also torture. torture yeah. <laughs> um. So we're just yeah. Today I think we're just gonna chat about what's happened so far. Yeah. And I guess for you, Jen, you're Ooh. new to f- watching the sport this year. Yeah, for so sure. I just love to know your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. Oh my gosh. Your takeaways emotions. thus far.
1: Well, I'm loving it overall. Yep. Um, you've come to the dark. Side. I've definitely come to the dark side, but in the best way possible. Also, probably a really good point in time that ad team, admin teams, are working hard. Oh my god! Creating that behind the scenes content. It's so good. Especially when things go terribly wrong in the races, and then we all need to forget them the next day. Thank you, Ferrari. <laughs> yep. Um,
0: so. Okay, boys. <laughs>
1: okay, boys. Get to the ice baths. <laughs> Carlos, <laughs> no shirt Thursday. <laughs> Get the rubber duck. Team's on the wallpaper Wednesday, which I love. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. I saw that. I appreciate so that. Good. I really, really love that. I love the HD quality, as yeah. we know.
0: I told you this, but I love that meme, or someone posted it where they're just like, when the weekend for Ferrari goes badly. So the PR team's like,
1: okay, boys, we need some thirst traps to make the fans happy again. But like I feel like it's true. Like I don't think I don't think it's a joke. Like they've said it as a joke, but I think it's genuinely like a Okay, shit. What are we gonna post this week? Was that
0: science experiment where it was like the dogs with the food and the bell? It's like that, but with for Ferrari fans. (laughs) Oh my god! Don't feel pain. Picture of Carlos. Yeah,
1: literally. Though it's like it's okay. Everything is okay. But it's it's a dumpster (laughs) fire. We can't look away from it. But also, like, isn't there that thing where it's like if Lewis Hamilton posts like a shirtless photo, Someone someone's loses getting fired? Their job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, haven't seen many people lose their jobs over the last couple of weeks, though. Yeah, that's That true. we're aware of. That we're
1: aware of, shit. <laughs> but no, it's like, it's really fun. I think it's like a really exciting time to like join the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. You know, like I I love watching the races. Yeah. Like and it goes really fast. Yeah. You know, well not at the Melbourne Grand Prix lap like fifty seven, but <laughs> two and a half hours later. <laughs> <laughs> it still hurts. Um
0: But I think yeah. it, tying into that, I think something that I learned when I started watching mm-hmm. was I love the commentators and how knowledgeable they are and how yes. they're really Like, beginner friendly. Yeah, like thank anytime God. something happens, they'll always explain, explain it, it, it to the viewers. Mm-hmm. And there's no expectation that you have the knowledge. They will explain it to yeah. you and they'll talk about the different things. And I think through watching the races mm. and the commentators, you so it was, much. yeah, it was that's I really ha- how I feel like I've built my knowledge. No, definitely. And then from there, you then, you know, dive further in and people on TikTok mm. sharing more stuff and, yeah. you know, podcasts. And you just keep learning.
1: Truly it's just, a community, yeah, you oh, know.
0: I think that's actually what another reason that made me stay mm. was because i was watching these by myself but then i'd hop on tiktok and someone would talk about the race yeah or they'd talk about the news and it really did feel like a sweet little you're
1: never alone that you're you know? part yeah. of
0: that it's like a, a world of people out there from all aspects
1: of the world because <laughs> it's but so you're, international yeah, yeah. but you all
0: you know either rooting for your team or rooting for your favorite driver yeah and
1: or team principal, or team principal. <laughs> um and it's just such a lovely thing but it's still a little overwhelming in terms of like i understand the the rules to an extent yeah but like for instance when we had what was it the rolling oh the rolling start like the rolling start yep. um so there are still things that i'm just like a bit confused about like the very technical things, yeah. but as you said, the commentators they were like, "How do we make this as simple as possible for everyone yep. to understand? This is what they're doing." Yep, which I really appreciate The tire compounds were explaining them to I you. love how they do that. Yeah, yes. so good. I'm still also wrapping my head around all the tires, but I'm getting them. Mm.
0: I actually had I saw a very interesting debate on I think it was Instagram the other week where it was talking about tyres mm. and whether Pirelli should be the only tyre manufacturer. Well, there used to be different ones. There were, yeah. Yeah. And from my personal perspective, I think it's that one nice thing that all the drivers have in common. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to add that extra element. of mm. Oh, no, we're working with this tyre company now and then they absolutely destroy the floor. Yeah. It's like I like the idea that there's one standard feature about every car.
1: And I think the tires were literally just costing millions of dollars yeah. when they were from the different.
0: Well, yeah, that's why they bring in yeah. new rules to try and reduce the number. Because I think Imola is going to be the first place where they're going to trial the um, three tire types on the three qualifying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So they have to use all three. Yes. So I believe it'll start with Q1 will be hard. Yeah. Q2 will be medium, and then Q3 wow. will be soft. Because at and the moment, I believe that's the rules they want to use next year as well. So, all of the qualifying, I believe, next year will then introduce that idea.
1: But then, when it comes to the actual race, so they have to pit. So, certain tracks have certain, certain numbers. Like, of if, like Australia can pits They have two to pits. Do. They have Yeah. To, or something yep. like for instance. Yep. But is there a maximum? No, no. They no. can pit as many times no, you as they to. can pit as many times as you want, want to. Uh,
0: Orlando in <laughs> first race. <laughs> so many pit stops <laughs> um but yeah but so some sorry yeah, no, no no you go the tires how many times can they change tires in a race so i okay this now you're really testing my knowledge sorry. No, no no this is great <laughs> this is a great conversation yeah. to have so from my understanding you only have a certain number of tire types you can use for the whole weekend okay so what will happen is teams will test certain tires mm-hmm. To try and allow them to then have specific tyres for the final race. Okay. So that's why sometimes when you'll hear the commentators talk about how... I think this was an example mm. in Australia where Red Bull didn't have any soft tyres left for the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Mercedes did, which was why they was like, if this is an opportunity, Mercedes yeah. should put the softs on the tyres. So from my basic understanding there is a set number you can use within yep. the weekend. But then obviously it's like chess pieces. Tyres to me, the best way to describe it is chess pieces. Yeah. Are you playing your pawn now? Are you playing your bishop now? Yeah.
1: Depending on the chess board. But the soft tyre that they used in Quali, for instance, is yep. it the same soft tyre they have to use in the race? So this is another element to okay. it.
0: So drivers can start on a used soft Or they can start on a new soft and then go to a used soft, yeah,
1: yeah, okay, yeah. But it's like they may only have two softs at the beginning, yeah, exactly, yep And then, of
0: course, the tracks themselves
1: will also have different
0: needs for different tyres. So it's like, okay, are we going to run this on one stop? So then you want to bring in your hards compounds because they're going to last the longest, Mm. or are we going to, you know use a soft tyre because that's our fastest one and we can do a three stop or a two stop or something like that they
1: wear out a lot faster they do yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and then obviously different cars have different degradation elements as well so the ferraris last year that was a huge problem with their racing Mm. was that their tyres just weren't lasting very well and here's another thing about tyres oh my god we're talking about tyres today yeah is when the drivers lock lock up Yeah, yeah that heavily ruins their tires as well and the best way that someone I think it was even maybe Checo who described it is that if you lock up your tire imagine that you've just created a dent in your coin so we're no longer talking about a gold coin in Australia, we're now talking about a 50-cent coin. No. That's what your tyre will be like. And therefore, that is then going to affect that tyre until you get it changed. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's re- tyres, people, yeah. tyres. Because they always... <laughs> a wealth intru- of knowledge. A wealth of knowledge. And now and they've then introduced, they've got- sorry, two more compounds
1: this yeah, year as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got... Is that like the wet weather tyre? No, no. So
0: wet weather is a separate one as well. So well, who's the, have, what's the other one? Like a medium so got soft? Like, like yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in like, so for people who don't have F1 knowledge or you're starting out. Mm-hmm. So tyres, essentially you have a soft, a medium and a hard. Yeah. And they're kind of the most standard dry weather tyres you'll use. Then you'll have your intermediates, which you use potentially if the ground is wet okay. or, you know, something else going on. Uh-huh. And then you have your wet tyres. So that's. Well, so
1: intermediate and wet are two different things. So they're a
0: completely different thing. And when we say we've added two more compounds, that's to the dry compound oh element. So now okay. there's, think of it as almost like an extra hard, hard, medium, soft, extra soft. Okay. That's not the, like, that's not the formal. Like terminology yeah. of those tyres, but that's probably the best way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Tire time.
1: Tire time. <laughs> yeah. My Pirelli's are raw or whatever. Yeah. Like, now that I know about Pirelli's, I'm like, thanks, Flowrider. <laughs> but I, yeah. The tyre conversation to me is always
0: so interesting. So interesting. And it's really interesting when you have a race where it is very obvious yeah. what tyres are working, which ones aren't. And there's always one driver who's like, these tyres aren't working for me. (laughs) it's my favorite thing. (laughs) Um, It is, but it does beg the question of like, when you do have wet races, when do you put on your inters? When do you put on your wet?
1: Because do the drivers decide, or is it the team? Like, is it the engineers? Is it the mechanics? God, who is it? it? (laughs) It's a bit
0: of everyone. Because obviously, when you're on the track, yes, the data will only show you so much. Yeah. But then the drivers will be like, this is a really wet patch. This happened in Monaco last year, actually, where there was a, it it was almost, Stay, because they started when it was mm. raining and then it was a question of when, when do we pit to change out of our wet tires. Oh, and it's like if you do it too early, mm. then you you could potentially wear out. spin out, spin out yeah. and because it's too too slick. Yeah. Or if you wait too long, obviously the wet tires are slower mm. than the other tires you can use. So then. Am I going to lose speed because I'm staying on my wets for too long? It's honestly, people, it's, <laughs> F1 to me is just a game of chess. It's a game of chess so with true. the drivers and the team principals. The weather
1: on the day. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love the sport. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It is, And it's so dramatic, which I oh, love. so good. Oh. But do you have a highlight so far from watching the last three races? I think Bahrain's really special to me because it was the first one that I fully watched. Yep. It was, like, what, 2 a.m. in the morning. I was in bed. Yep. And, um, and it was just, like, so exciting to, like, message you. And, like, we were talking and then, like, watching the rave. It was, like, at the, the pit walk. Yeah. No, was the pit walk? The
0: classic, yeah, Martin Bundle yeah. pit walk.
1: like, so good. He's just, like, frantically, he's like, Lando, Lando. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have a, can I have a word? <laughs> the most iconic line of last year. Esteban,
1: Esteban, Esteban. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> He's really good at his job. Love Martin, <laughs> but I think like it's just so exciting, and like the media days that they do, and like the fun. Yep. Like I think it's not just the race now. The race is so exciting, but there's so much more to look forward to. It's yep. All obviously you have got the qualifying and the Wallpaper free. Wallpaper Wednesday. <laughs> Wallpaper Wednesday. If something goes wrong, Ferrari is mm. going to post a thirst trap. <laughs> You know, like, all the admins are working hard. Um, and there's just so much content being produced yeah. by the teams. Like, even when everyone was in Australia, we've got the Alpine team. They're doing barbecues. You know, we've got the Ferrari team. They're yeah. playing that game. I can't even remember just the name you of Just wait until they actually have the F1 challenges. Those are the best. <laughs> what are they?
0: They're, like, run by F1. And it's like oh, they'll they'll fun. do like mini competitions, and it's on YouTube. And then every like few oh, months they'll like that. post one. And like last year's, I think the most memorable one was that is they had the to milk? like um, list the drivers in
1: height. Oh, that was funny. Oh, yeah, poor Yuki. Everyone yeah. just know <laughs> where Yuki is. <laughs> oh god, that poor boy. Um, I really like that type of stuff because it just like you get it it more it humanizes them. A yeah, bit more. yeah. Do you find yourself flicking on Netflix or Apple and heading straight to the movie section to find the most nostalgic film? Well, do we have a podcast
0: for you. Join us, Geneva and Mick, every Wednesday as we dive into some of our favourite and most rewatchable films.
1: We'll discuss what makes them iconic, what they would look like set in the 2020s and award the best scene-stealing performances. So grab the popcorn,
0: hit play and join us every Wednesday for That's So Cliché. Alrighty, let's get into some F1 news from the last couple of weeks and just chit-chat. <laughs> chit-chat. So our first headline is around Carlos Sainz and his penalty that he received in Australia. Oh, it still hurts me. For causing a collision which left him in 12th place because he got a five-second penalty. And the news is that Ferrari are now going mm. to the FIA to challenge this result. Good on them. yeah i feel like for them it it comes across as though they just want to have a conversation about it okay because i think from my understanding like that was one thing carlos was really really upset about right was that he's just like wait let me finish the race and let me go and talk to them about the circumstances surrounding it so i think ferrari's going in less about no we want our position back it's more like can we have a discussion about this on why you know we were penalized when other drivers weren't you know, like mm. Sergeant get, didn't get into trouble for clipping, yeah, Nick. Literally. But Carlos gets a five-second penalty. That was so really rough. It was very rough. So I'll be very interested to see what happens with yeah, that. Yeah, it will be very right. interesting to whether see. they'll overturn it or whether it's more like, can we have a chat about this? Mm. Like,
1: yeah, it was just heartbreaking because with the five-second penalty, it meant that Ferrari had no points. Yeah, for the entire weekend, and it just meant straight away that it was just like. Your race is just done now. yeah just the up close camera shot on carlos it was just heartbreaking no michael no oh. no michael <laughs> no it really honestly felt like that it felt like a no michael oh. no situation another of our headlines is that oscar piastri yes because he got his first f1
0: points in his
1: hometown of melbourne very exciting for him oh that's so good and you were there and everyone loved oscar didn't they it was so good yeah it was
0: so fun but i guess this leads me to a question
1: which i guess is a little bit of a sidebar yeah um who do
0: you think out of the three rookies this year is actually gonna get rookie of the year
1: oh i didn't even think about this so we've got oscar nick and logan yeah
0: yeah I'm Maybe saying, Oscar? Well, yeah. I'm thinking Oscar because, like, he's in a quotation better car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I'm just – I'd be very intrigued as to who gets it. I really don't know. I you do d- I do think, like, everyone really loves Oscar. And then, yeah. they're, like, there's so much stuff coming up about him being, like, potentially, like, as good as Max and, yeah. and things like that. So, it sounds like he has a really bright future mm, in the sport. But definitely. I'm, I'm really
1: intrigued. I'm very intrigued as well. But you know what? I actually, like, when people like, oh, Logan – I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah,
0: I'd love to see more videos yeah. from him. Or I'm excited when we do get more of those like funny media like days. F- yeah. yeah, that we can hopefully find
1: out a little bit more about him. He yeah, likes golf. Nice.
0: I know that. Love that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the man loves his golf. Yeah. Loves his F1 cars and his golf.
0: Another one we have, which is just a quick one, is that after the Melbourne race, Haas went to the stewards and was like, no, we want our original standing, which would have had Hockenberg in fourth position, Yeah. which in a way I'm kind of like, that would have been fun because then Yuki would have got fifth. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then the stewards did dismiss that claim.
1: Good on Steiner, (laughs) you know, just like he's truly just like... (laughs) Shoot your shot. Shoot your (laughs) shot. (laughs) you know, he's doing everything he can for that team. I have such a soft spot in my heart for him. So good. I love how he's now just like become a celebrity. He's <laughs> the true star of Drive to Survive.
0: Step aside, Danny Rick. It's all got the now Step aside, Daniel. On. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it ain't you. Um, another one. Another of our headlines is in regards to Mercedes. They think that they're on track. To closing the gap, they did do better
1: in Australia. They say
0: it's going to be tough, Mm. but they're going to do it, and I love
1: that. I love a positive Toto.
0: But then on that Mercedes conversation, Mm. it's really interesting because Lewis came out with a statement explaining why he's finding the car so difficult to drive, Mm. and he talks about how his seating position feels a lot more. Close to the front wheels yeah which for him is very disorientating when he's trying to take turns and oh, things like that yeah. and it was i think for me it was just really interesting to gain that insight yeah because for ages it's been like oh no the car isn't working with me the, like i just don't feel comfortable in mm-hmm. my car so it's i don't know i think it's really interesting and fun to kind of hear why he's feeling yeah that way. it is very
1: interesting isn't it mm. like even to think that the seating position can just completely throw you off a hundred percent
0: yeah um and then i guess our final and just a really out-of-the-blue headline, Yeah, Lewis Hamilton potentially having one of his world titles taken away from him because of the 2008 crash gate, which saw Felipe Massa lose the championship on the final lap to Lewis um, because of a crash. I just, I wonder, it's been such a long time. Such a
1: long time.
0: And I guess it maybe throws into that, yeah I just why now exactly
1: why now and it was before our time I mm. wish we had more knowledge yeah of that specific of that crash gate situation yeah. and
0: yeah I would I would really love to know a does he have legal grounds which I guess we will find out like maybe soon enough. it's
1: taken a long time maybe he's gotten some sort of nugget of information finally. yeah someone's feeding him the exactly download but
0: yeah, I'll be really interested to keep my eyes on that story and see what happens. Please That's don't so take it away, though. Always,
1: no. The last lap—could you imagine? You're like, "Oh, this is it! I'm gonna win!" And then boom. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess that that does come down to Saudi in 2021, right? Mm. Like that was oh, a close one. Yeah. But I guess I have a question to mm. you, which I know I well. Again, we don't know the history of this crash game. Yeah. Um, but the concept of more crashes in f1 occurring on purpose oh yeah and
1: i had no idea yeah
0: so i feel like i first heard about this in regards to brazil 2022 when there was that whole rumor mill that the reason why max was so angry at checker and he wasn't going to let him take his place back was because of Monaco. and it's kind of like you know what's happened i will not listen to all of you oh my gosh (laughs) Um, And I guess the rumour that came out of that was that Checo had purposely crashed in Monaco to hinder Max's potential of being on pole. And for people who don't know why Monaco and that qualifying is so important is because Monaco is a really, really hard track to overtake. So qualifying is that's probably one of the top tracks where qualifying matters the most it's
1: nearly impossible because to overtake isn't it exactly yeah and it's like,
0: if you're in pole position it's pretty much just like a done deal that you'll win the race unless yeah. like, unless something goes r.i.p wrong. ferrari last year don't box box when you
1: oh don't <laughs> box box do not box box oh my gosh um, not the double box not the double box the gone stack. wrong um oh god but oh pretty god. much what was insane? i was just so triggered
0: so apparently the rumour goes that Checo told one of the pit crews at Red Bull that he crashed on purpose and then that got back to Max and then Max was <laughs> like, how dare you? Oh I'm God. not letting you pass back at Brazil so oh I can God. do that. But <laughs> but then Carlos came out out of nowhere yeah. and was like, crashing on purpose happens a lot more than you think it does. Shit. And I just, now I'm like, who crashed on purpose?
1: Yeah, I want to like – I'm very <laughs> Why would you
0: crash on purpose? Also, that's a lot of money a to lot be crashing of money. on
1: purpose. But I just find that so interesting. Oh, the fact that that is happening, I guess it just mean – it just must mean those points and that money on the line is just –
0: is it like a sacrificial lamb? All right, we'll crash in Monaco to make yeah. sure that we get this so that then we get more money from winning the Maybe. race. Like, I don't know. It just. But
1: in that case, it was it's the Ferraris though. that got
0: in the front of the grid anyway. Which yeah. I'm like, why would he crash on purpose? It makes no
1: sense. <gasps> but surely that's just so bloody dangerous. Yeah. Yes. You know what be. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm doing about, you know, 200Ks. Like, yeah, let me just crash into the wall and not die. Yeah. You
0: know? You know, maybe, oh, I
1: hit the gravel. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: But yeah, going at high speeds, just
1: being like, boop. I just feel like that could easily go wrong. And then, like, they could die. Very shit. Um, but they're kind of our main headlines from the week at yeah. this stage. Um, there's sort of heaps going on. Like there's like little bits and pieces going on. There but is,
0: but we're not yet in silly season. So, you know. Exactly. Oh, before I'm the storm. so
1: excited for that chaos. <laughs> but also terrified.
0: But I guess my final question and thoughts to you oh, yeah. um, is now that we've had the first few races of the year, Mm. have any of your predictions changed? Have you got any new (laughs) thoughts on what you'd like to see in the future this season? Well, just
1: look at my F1 fantasy team. I had a lot of hope Mm. for some certain people. Um, I really thought that Ferrari and Mercedes would be doing a lot better. I did not see Aston Martin coming from anywhere. No. That just got us all you know That's r- yeah. Hit us on the head. I um, would also
0: like to add McLaren to your I thought that they would I be and do, not yeah. underperforming. Yeah.
1: I thought they were gonna be doing really well,
0: honestly. Also the Alpha Tories. I'm also a bit surprised that they haven't been doing so well. That's true. Like I know that they've always been kind of like more of the bottom tier team, mm. but I just I thought that they would be doing a bit better this year. I also thought Alpine would be doing a bit better too. Oh, I'm not kind of surprised. Okay. I feel like Alpine has always been middle tier team. But okay. I just yeah, I kind of feel like where they are now yeah. minus like I guess in my mind how they were performing in Australia
1: until Until your until prediction lap came true.
0: <laughs> um is kind of where I kind of expected yeah. them to
1: be for the season. But yeah, I know. Everything just changes
0: so quickly. Oh. And look, we say that and they are about to bring brand new Upgrades. So, oh, what, Red Bull has an upgrade coming to Baku, which apparently will give them two extra tents. <laughs> they do need to go any Why faster. Why <laughs> Christian. Need Christian. <laughs> and then I believe Mercedes will be bringing um, an upgrade. Gosh. Ferrari's bringing an upgrade to Imola. Thank God. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see over the next few weeks. I believe McLaren is also bringing Thank an gosh. upgrade really soon. So, who knows? After the upgrades, we could see a whole yeah. different field. And let's not forget... That mm. Max DNF'd in like in the first three races. Max DNF'd in two of those races, so things this can year? turn. Last year, oh, last year, yeah. So things can turn around.
1: Yeah, that's true. Things can turn around. I'm not, I'm not losing hope. It's yet. a long it's... season. We still have
0: twenty races left. Oh, thank Anything can happen. An upgrade, winter
1: <laughs> break.
0: It, yeah, oh, or gosh. in their case, summer break. <laughs>
1: yeah, our winter break. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm keen as a bane. Mm. I'm just um. I'm nervous. Yeah, and then you have the sprint races. Yeah, that I'm really excited to, to watch them. Yeah,
0: so you have lots to learn. I, I'm really excited Where's about what's sprint to race come. Again? Can you tell me? So a sprint race is a shorter race. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the way that the sprint weekends work, which is why I love mm. them so much, is you have qualifying on the Friday. Yeah. Which then sets you up for the grid positions for the sprint race. So then you do the sprint race, and I think usually safe bet is to say it's about half. The, the number of laps okay, that they yeah. do in a normal race. Okay. But then whatever the the finishing is for sprint is what is the grid positions for the race. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, if let's say Joe does a semi-dodgy qualifying mm-hmm. day, right, and he's 10th on the grid yeah. going into the sprint race, mm-hmm. he can then pick up potentially – Five spaces in the sprint race, which would then allow him to start fifth in the final race. Or the opposite could happen where Max could be on pole position going into the sprint race. He could have, like, a technical difficulty or, you know, his power unit could break. And then he'd be at the back of the grid for the race. Wait, so the back of the
1: grid for, like, the race that we usually watch? Yes.
0: Oh! Yeah, so it's another element of the grid. and then extra points
1: for winning the sprint oh and i love all this of that. Yeah. oh i'm excited and it's really and it's
0: really quick Oh, it's wow. really really quick as well wow it's really fun i'm excited yeah. no it's good and Yay. baku is gonna be crazy but we will talk about that in yeah. our next episode sounds good um so if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening and yeah, I guess we'll talk all things Baku yeah next week. Oh,
1: and also we're now switching off our schedules, so oh, you'll yes. be getting a, a brand new episode every week. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so get excited for that. We're excited. excited. Um,
0: but yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye bye.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Cliche Media Group.